Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated Golden Ticket Scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here, and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka Golden Ticket is all mine. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space. And of course, plenty of stuff for Last Podcast on the left. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com. Thank you. Trickle, 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 water, the elixir of life. Mm, you're listening to this. You got to go to the bathroom, don't you? Mm-mm, feeling them genitals swimming and gobbling up in that little yellow water. Gobble, 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 tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. You got to go pee-pee. Water, you can drink it, you can die in it. Ah, yes, to drown in a lake. <laughs> Just like Jason. That's the nightmare I've always had. Mmm, crisp, clean, pure water. You can hide in it and then scare people on a boat. That's what you can do. <laughs> trickle, 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 trickle. Mmm, you ever think Jason had diarrhea in that lake? You wouldn't notice. <laughs> I'm just doing stream of thought until I had Jason getting diarrhea. <laughs> Cryaria is what he had. There you go. He was, you know, he had a tough break. What was wrong with him? His mommy made fun of him? No, his mommy loved him. His mommy loved him so much that she was the murderer. Spoiler alert. Sorry, oh. I know you're supposed to say that first in the first movie. Um, no, uh, Jason was killed by all the other kids because he was so ugly and fat. And so they uh, threw him off the dock and he was like, and they're all like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, and then he died. And uh, then he sat at the bottom of that lake uh, for many years. And then as revenge, his mom killed everyone. And then they killed his mom. And that's when Jason rose from the dead and uh, started killing all the counselors at Camp Crystal Lake because they were irresponsible. They are irresponsible. Always screwing and not saving kids' lives. (laughs) Hey, I know there's a kid drowning over there, but mm, I'm horny, Tom. You want to go bang? (laughs) Oh, man. I told you that's what you call a dog in a hockey mask. Jason Fournies. It's an old Halloween joke. I'm bringing back just for now. <laughs> I like Jason. Jason's my, uh, I would say of all the slashers, he's my uh, second favorite. Second? Who's your first? Michael Myers. I thought they were the same guy. No, no. They're very similar in how they kill. Yeah, and, and masks they're bo- and, and they're, knives. They both wear masks and knives and no guns. They no both guns. have a no gun policy. Well, that's good. Yeah, so at least they're sportsmen. <laughs> But listen, we're not here to talk to you about Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. We're here to talk to you about good old water. (laughs) Jason Voorhees' last words. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Mommy.
<laughs> oh man, imagine giving birth to an ugly kid though. That's got to be sad because you know they're ugly, but you just got to call them your special boy. Well, they grow up to be uh, not as ugly. I mean, you've seen pictures of me as a baby. I just looked like a big turd. I did look like an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> Babies are disgusting for, I'd say, at least three months. Yeah, they're all wet and yeah. screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, the only reason we need babies is uh, to have something to eat. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Guys, this is the brighter side. We're doing something new. If you remember many years back, we did the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be our elements of life series. We're going to do one element of life a month. Today is water. Water is my favorite element. And I think it's the most powerful because it, it takes out fire. Mm-hmm. It turns earth into mud. It can travel through air. Air can't travel through water. Yeah. And um, that's the fourth is water. And tsunamis to me are the most unstoppable force on earth. No, you can't. You can't burn them down. No, it's it's insane. It's just more water, more water, more water, more water just ends up being a fucking unstoppable nightmare. nightmare. And I picked, cause I'm doing waterfalls and rivers and mm-hmm. I picked, I thought waterfalls were so beautiful, but then I went on this tangent today. You can die under a waterfall because many times of course. like a gush, it'll just keep one big gush. It'll sweep you away and you're fucked. Yeah. 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 And you just, it just keeps pushing you down and pushing you down and pushing you down and pushing you down. You know, waterfalls are very dangerous, but they're beautiful. And uh, I'm talking about coral reefs. Uh, I love coral reefs. I grew up in Florida. I used to go on vacation in the Caribbean every year, and I love snorkeling. Mm. And I wanted to talk about coral reefs because they're so near and dear to my heart. And they're dying. They're dying. Yeah, they can't get enough sunlight or something, or too much sunlight. We'll get into it. They got condoms dangling off all the things. Oh, it's actually um, a total and complete nightmare. Yes. But there is some hope. you know, you will uh, you will hear about it yeah, in just a moment. We got Greta Thunberg down there snorkeling, making sure it's okay. <laughs> I made some rose water today. You made rose water? I made rose water, and it has healing properties. So what is rose water? So you go, I have like a little rose bush behind my place. I picked some roses. So it's actually roses. It's actually roses. And then you put them in a pot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> what do you think it was? Just, I had no idea. I thought it was just like a detective or a journalist. It's like a bunch of bullshit chemicals in there and <laughs> roses and water and I felt like such a glorious witch today because I got this big old cauldron big enough to cook a baby in it and I have it and you fulfill roses and water mm-hmm. and then you have a clean bowl with nothing in it in the middle and the bowl kind of floats and then you turn the top of the lid over so it's like kind of inverted yeah and then you get it going let it bubble and boil and then keep putting ice on top of the lid weird till it melts and then it has this conduction process and then the the water droplets go into the bucket in the middle so it's like the essence of roses wow yeah and you keep doing it you smell it i'm gonna do this okay don't get in my eyes okay close your eyes all right smells great you made that i made it that's very nice. You can put it on your face as a toner. I put it on my pillows. It's supposed to give you like a glorious night's sleep. Really? Julie loves rose water. She always gets it. She buys it from Trader Joe's. Oh, I'm, I'll make you guys some. Please, please. But the thing is, you got to kill a bunch of roses. That's okay. I picked the older ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to do the dirty oldies. <laughs> 
They've had a good life. (laughs) Dirty oldies. That sounds like some racist 50s music. Oh, my God. Have you heard that raunchy 50s R&B music? No. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's all like that long black sliding thing is one of them. And they're my 10-inch record and like uh, all this. uh, Hell, yeah. It's great. People have always been filthy. I follow this account on Twitter called Whores of Yore. Mm. And it's just like women and, you know, back when they could take photographs. And they're just splayed over, pussy showing, smiling on their face that's great yeah you know just the entrepreneurs <laughs> <laughs> also old etchings of women you know you can go back and look at them them little thingies what they call them the etches on the wall oh cave drawings just cave drones and shit and they're all just like big old fat happy women just yeah. getting fucked i mean you know we'll see how happy they were <laughs> <laughs> Should we get to jokes? Yeah, let's jokes tell some water? jokes. I wrote some water jokes. I got some water jokes. Not about coral reefs, unfortunately. I'm a, I'm an idiot, but what are you going to do? Yeah, you. I'm trying to make a pun. You reefed that one up. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, a coral gasm. There you go. Yeah, it's like, come. See, I know you got it. That's why we write these in a <laughs> All right. If anybody can think of a good coral reef pun. Please. All right, go for it. Go ahead. Do you think the Antichrist turns wine into water? <laughs> it's like, aha, fuck you and your happiness. Uh, they say that uh, humans are 60% water. And by they, I mean socialist scientists that shall be put to death. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them in the hurricane. <laughs> When Katrina was going by, I picked up this cat out of the woods, this little bitty kitty. And like she had a lot of problems because her mother abandoned her. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, animals abandon their children when they have problems. And um, so my family, when I brought her in, they're like, you take that cat, you throw it in the hurricane. And to this day, like any sort of problematic person, I say, just throw them in the hurricane. (laughs) They go in the hurricane. You kept that cat alive on little uh, sweeteners or milk. No cups from McDonald's. You remember. I remember. It would go. (laughs) I once knew a cat that um, was allergic to a flea collar and then it like exploded its face and it got its face got real huge and then it couldn't meow anymore, but it would still look at you and just go. Yeah, you can't see it, but I was mouthing the word meow. It was very funny. That's funny. But fleas are nasty. Like when they get around the eyes. Fuck that. Mm Mm-mm. In church, I'd always hear, God is awesome. I just pictured Jesus on a ski do. <laughs> that is a water joke. That is a water <laughs> joke. Um, all right. I've heard the most peaceful way to die is drowning, but uh, only if you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought drowning was the worst way to die. I mean, I've heard both. But how do we know? Like, does anybody like come back and they're like, that fucking sucked. Let me go try fire and then yeah. see. <laughs> this is, remember the guy who... Uh, Got his head cut off by the guillotine, and he was, he was a scientist. He's like, I'm going to see how many times I can blink. Yeah. Count my blinks. We need more of those guys. More of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Just really throwing themselves at it. <laughs> uh, you know, you can talk to water and change the environment. And I know this because people say, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, getting wet unexpectedly is never pleasurable. Unless you're an old lady at an Aaron Neville concert. Then getting wet gets you backstage passes. There you go. There you go. I never understood why men are always like, ew, old women are gross. I'm like, no, because their pussy's all wet and going. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They know what they're doing. I feel like if I were a dude, I'd want to fuck an older woman. Yeah. At least in her 60s. 
At least she try it out. It. Try it out. She I'm gonna have it. to wait 30 years to try it out. It's a <laughs> fucking disaster. Get in there while you can. Uh, before we get started, I gotta vent about something. Vent. I got a Publix problem. You know I love Publix, the grocery store in Florida. The sandwiches. What'd they do? All right. So one of the Publix people, Jenkins, it's the Jenkins family. Mm-hmm. He had seven uh, children, and one of the daughters basically found out that she funded the insurrection. Like, put $300,000 towards it. Oh. And so now everyone's boycotting Publix, which is, you know, heartbreaking for me because it's my favorite place on earth. So I did a little investigation to see, find out if I actually have to boycott Publix the next time I go to Florida. Just break in there in your little bear costume. Here's the issue that makes the whole boycott a problem Mm -hmm. is because Publix is actually one of uh, the most successful employee-owned companies. Yeah, they like give them really good health insurance and whatnot, yeah, right? Yeah, great stock options and all this stuff. And so all the Jenkins family has been paid out. So if you boycott Publix, it's not going to affect this lady who fucking was a douchebag shithead. Yeah. It's going to affect everyone who works there. But the next problem is that Publix, I found out, donated $100,000 to Governor DeSantis, the demon who runs Florida. Mm-hmm. And then he made Publix the only place in Florida where you can get your vaccinations. What? Yes. So that just seems kind of evil. We get your vaccinations and a turkey sub. I all mean, in one it sounds, much, sounds great. Yeah. You get a chicken finger sub with your vaccination. That sounds great. Sounds Make wonderful. it a deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, uh, see you guys down there at your chicken finger subs and <laughs> get those vaccinations. And, uh, you know, we'll. Uh, Publix gets a pass. <laughs> I'm not ready to hate them yet. No, I saw a video today on Dr. Fauci and he was just like, it's okay. You should trust the vaccine. And it had like 3,000 likes, 10,000 dislikes. And people were just like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. It's just like, man, it's crazy. Yeah. So we're not going to ever get better. Um, you know, and it's also like, you know, I'm not going to stop wearing camouflage. That was all over the. Uh, insurrection. So. Yeah, I don't get how you can fund an insurrection. Just go tell a bunch of dudes like poking a beehive. Just like go. <laughs> yeah, what did she buy with yeah, three hundred thousand? Yeah, what are you doing? Dollars. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're talking about water. <laughs> Great water in Publix too. They got the little fountains. You can bring a gallon and fill it up for a quarter. Oh man, we're not getting it. Water tastes different though. Like I got a um a one of those little thingies that distills it in my mm-hmm. fridge. Game changer. Instead oh, yeah. of drinking tap water, I felt like I was drinking doo doo water because my teeth smelled bad. Tap water shit. Yeah. Everyone drinks it. A lot of people drink it. You know, but you gotta. I do the Brita. Yeah, Brita, that's what it is. I Brita the fuck out of my water. Mm, yes, and then you get like, I, I I want to do a taste test of different kinds of water, like Evian, mm-hmm. Fiji. All that shit's the same. No? If it's in a bottle, it's the same. I feel like it's different. It's got a little tasty difference. I can't taste the difference between any bottle of water. Can you? Yeah. Which one's your favorite? What's your go-to? Fucking sewer water. Hell yeah. <laughs> Probably could have guessed that one. No Arrowhead. Um, these are all the Nestle waters. No Nestle, no Arrowhead, no uh, Zephyr Hills, mm. no Poland Spring, and uh, there's one more. There's problems with all of them. Like Fiji, I think they bought out the island and locals can't get access to fresh water because we have their water. Yeah. 
And that water can't be from Fiji. There's no reason. Why bring it over here? Yeah. There's so much water it's, here. It's, it should, it's probably just like Brita tap water. It really is. And just put it in the fucking bottles. It's all caca. Um, I did some research on how to survive the Amazon. Let's hear that. I would love to hear that. Oh, and also how to survive. What do you want to hear? How to survive a fall down Niagara Falls or how to survive an Amazon or how to survive. What do you fucking call Let's save the, the waterfall. For the waterfall section. Okay. So let's do Amazon and Piranha because they kind of go together. And I think the best way to survive the Amazon is just never go. But what did you find out? Why the fuck would you ever go to Amazon? Okay. So first you got to do the stop method. You stop, you think, you observe, you plan. And then, so you say you have like, you're in a plane crash and you're in this one spot. So you got to think, do I leave the spot or do I stay in the spot? And say, if you want to leave, you write a little note saying which direction you're heading. And then you break a bunch of stems so that people, if they come, they know which way you went. Then you mark your trail. What you like nail it to a tree or some shit. Yeah. You nail it to a tree. I went that way and point an arrow. And then just point an arrow, mark your bullshit. Um, That makes sense. Yes. Uh, What's up with breaking the sticks? Why do you break the sticks? So you mark your thing because also people, have a natural tendency to kind of go into circles so yes. you could be walking into circles for just days and days with no idea mm-hmm. and it just lets people know the direction you walked in and oh, your okay. path you only have a few days like humans can survive two months without food three days no water yeah that three makes days sense that makes sense gotta get water first uh then find food then find shelter you gotta rub sap from the trees to protect you from mosquitoes Really? Sap that from protects the trees. you from mosquitoes? Yeah. I would have never guessed that. I would have never guessed. I thought it would like- Attract them. Attract because it's like sweet. Yeah. But they don't but like they it. But they want the blood. It tra- probably attracts like bees. Yeah. Oh, my, oh fuck. <laughs> and ants and shit. <laughs> um, they're attracted to dark colors, so don't work dark colors. Mosquitoes well, love dark colors. you're kind of fucked by whatever the, you're wearing when you- Get off the plane, I guess. Whatever you're doing. That's all I ever wear. It is me and my trench coat. Mm-hmm. I don't touch things. Use a machete to clear everything. Smart. Yes. Very smart. You don't know what's down there. No. And like use a walking stick so you can like poke at stuff mm-hmm. just in case there's a snake right in front of you. Cover your skin with mud to protect it from the sun. And if you see a plane, use a little mirror and use that to get them over there. Well, that's very nice. Yeah. I like all that. Now, Amber, I love you with all my heart. What does that have to do with water? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how it is. I've been looking up I guess things. It's a rainforest, you know. Yeah, it's good information. It's, it's great good information. It's great information. Oh, it also says uh, find water, find a river, because usually rivers flow downwards, and communities of people will live by rivers. Yes. And if you can't find a river, then look at animal tracks, because animals will gravitate and walk towards a river. Because they need a drink. They need that water. That's so smart. And then when you find the water, don't just drink out of the river if you can boil it. But I guess if you can't boil it, then what do you do? Well, if it's running, I think it would be fine. No stagnant water. No stagnant water. Yeah. Okay. I would say a good travel safe thing is that there's like a straw that makes it pure. The life straw. Yes. I love those things. Travel with one of those. I would go for an like a nest Duh. to sleep in. I got to get one of those to start sucking puddles left <laughs> and right. There's so much extra water in my neighborhood. We're in a drought. I don't know where it's coming from. It just collects. One time I was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and you know those like sewer waters on the side of the of Bourbon Street, which is piss and shit and vomit. It's weird. It's like Pompeii, you know that nice. town. It's just like the streets just meant for fucking defecation <laughs> and like trolleys. Oh my god! <laughs> and no one cleans it up. How? Just nothing. And there was this girl that had a like a thing in her mouth, like for a rave, mm-hmm. and she dropped it out of her mouth into the puddle. She looked around. 
to make sure nobody was watching, and then she wiped it off and put it back in that mouth, baby. <laughs> God damn. I seen a buddy of mine. His name's Tim. And uh, when we were young, uh, it was Tim's first time drinking and smoking weed. We did both on the same night. You Very should scary. probably uh, – Space those out. Yeah. Um, Tim, uh, we were taking four four foot bong hits, mm. you know, because Tim was late to the game on learning how to smoke weed. And he he had a, one of those weird mouths. Uh, he had like an overbite. And so he always had this retainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he took, we, had, we got him hammered and then he took a four foot bong hit and puked. And he puked out his retainer, but he didn't know he puked out his retainer. And then he peed on his puke. And then he found his retainer and just put it back in his mouth. Tim. Tim. He survived COVID. He did. He is still alive. Tim is still alive. <laughs> he will never die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you work on that. You know, pee on your retainer and maybe you will become stronger. <laughs> <laughs> I used to drink out of the water hose as a kid. I'm not dying of COVID. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we used to do all kinds. A water hose was how we drank for football practice. Yeah. They would just take a water hose and put it up to a bunch of PVC pipe and then poke holes in the pipe and then water would just squirt out and then we'd all drink it together as a team. Wow, you're like a bunch of horses. They really treated us like horses, yes. Um, and also a good note for when you're exercising, uh, drink uh, it, it, water closer to your body temperature will hydrate you faster than water that is cold. Absolutely. and But also lukewarm water is a natural diuretic. Mm, I love poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a fucking diuretic. I made a plum cake diuretic. Oh, yeah, you did. That was, it looked delicious. It was really you good. Were you said it was poor man's cake, right? It was poor man's cake. Well, they also call it war cake, which is what I was going to call it in the video. But if I called it war cake, I would sound like I'm funding the insurrection. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to call it poor man's cake. Yeah, poor man's cake. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I which is also sounds like you're funding the insurrection. <laughs> um, how, do you, how do you survive piranha? Let me, can I guess before you say it? Go for it. I heard that if you fall into piranha water, don't move. Stay as still as possible. Because once you start moving, that's when they come to get you. Wow. That's what I heard. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. What'd you learn about? Um, actually, they're not going to get you. Because they don't, they don't really give a fuck. Really? They just go after little dead things. I know they eat the fuck out of snakes. They eat the fuck out of snakes. Well, the reason why we have such a big hoopla about them is because good old Teddy Roosevelt, again, he was in the Amazon, and the villagers purposely like uh, kept starving these piranhas in this lake, mm -hmm. and then they fed it a cow, and then Teddy Roosevelt saw the piranhas like attack this cow, Yeah. and then he just wrote this huge article that was like, they're so dangerous, get away from them, but they're not really like that. They were just starved out in this lake for so long. Really? And this is the second week we're talking about Teddy Roosevelt. I, you know, he he's half a monster, but he, he did create the national parks. <laughs> he did. He went everywhere. I guess that's why he created the parks. I mean, he went to, look, Amazon, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I just Googled piranhas eat human, question mark. Uh, probably not. Piranhas are neither carnivorous nor aggressive man-eaters. We're pretty sure no one has ever been eaten alive by piranhas, even if a few attacks have been reported. In fact, if they have been e eaten any humans, it's more likely they've eaten the remains of a corpse lying on the riverbed. Look at that. I can't believe it. I've been scared of piranha my whole life. Yeah, it's all just a bunch of bitches. <laughs> You're just a bunch of little bitches. <laughs> they ain't going to do shit. Oh, man. I like those piranha movies, though. Oh, yeah, where they just come. Yeah, I like the third one's my favorite. 
of the Piranha 3D. Those are all fun. Like, I like a stupid horror movie like that. Like, send me the goodies. Mm -hmm. I want to see the piranhas eat the people. I want to go, go, go now. There's so many piranha videos I looked at on the internet today. They were like, it was like 10 minutes long. And they're like, here's my piranha. And like six minutes in, they'd feed it something. I want to see the piranha feeding now. Yeah, they always do that with these stupid videos. They make you wait and wait and wait, and then it's bullshit. And that's how they get all their fucking views. So you come up with some catchy thing like piranha eats finger, and then it doesn't. And it doesn't. It's sons of bitches. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get, get into it, what's your favorite water-based film? Well, water. I love Waterworld. No Jaws. Waterworld's fun. I love Waterworld because it's the future where there's like no gasoline or like there's no buildings, but they still have skidoos somehow. Like skidoos survived. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I like that scene where he's going underwater with the little grimy thing. And they're going to kill him. Oh. Yeah, he's in a cage. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's fishing that giant thing. Yeah, the the community's going to kill him for some reason. And they're going to slowly put him underwater. And he's like, oh, help me. And it's like bile. But he's got gills. Kevin Costner. But he, Kevin Costner, but he can't breathe in the bile. Oh, it's too thick. It's too thick. Ugh. It's been a while since I've seen Waterworld. The Waterworld stunt show at Universal Hollywood, whenever that opens back up, is surprisingly amazing. I bet. And you will get wet. They will. They. 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 They just straight up. I saw a dude who worked on that just grab a bucket of water and just like throw it on somebody. And I was just like, "Wow, that's aggressive." Yeah. So one way to sell merch. Well, I guess you got a. I guess you get a T-shirt after. Yeah. Well, you know, you go to those theme parks. You're standing in all day. It's hot, and kids mm-hmm. sneeze on you. You want some water. Let's see. One's a good water movie. I like White Squall. What's that? It's a boating movie where they get lost at sea. Castaway is a great film. I like that. Um, good water movie. I just saw Lake Placid. And I got to say, what a thrill. Is that the one with Betty Davis? Or no, uh, Betty White? Betty White, yeah, where she's feeding the giant crocodile. <laughs> and it's like living in that lake in Maine. What a career. I hear Betty White doesn't give a fuck about COVID. She doesn't wear masks. I mean, she's 90 something, you know, know, at this point, she's probably, you know, looking for a way to die. That's not suicide. Yeah. Yeah. If I was, (laughs) if I was 99 going on a hundred, I would be like, no, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. I'm going to go out and live my life and not in fear. We lost a lot of cool old people this week. We did. Hal Holbrook, Cloris Leachman, Larry King, all in one week. Damn. That's a lot of old fucks. Was it Corona or was it just, I'm, I'm out of here. Larry King was Corona. The rest of them, I think, were just old fucks. Yeah. Yeah. I think 100 years is the perfect amount of time to live. Like, if we live for 200, 300, like, imagine how mean we'd be. Yeah. No, there's no reason for it. Uh, cut it off. Cut it off. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, so we okay. So now let's go to the surviving waterfalls. Let's move into it. Okay, so surviving waterfalls. So if you were to fall over Niagara, what you do is you got to stiff get your butt. Get sorry. the barrel. Get, oh, the barrel thing. Is that real? Yes. So there was. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just trying to be goofy. No, I um, I'm very excited about this because <laughs> the the first person to live going over the Niagara. She built her own barrel and she started the barrel trend. It was her 63rd birthday, 63 years old. Wow. Yeah. And then she's like, I built my own barrel and I'm going over Niagara Falls. She did it for like money and clout. She's running out of money. She's like, I'm going to do this. But then her fucking manager stole the barrel. So then what? So because she was going to like take pictures with it, you know, like have like a sideshow thing with it. He stole the fucking barrel. And then what did he do with it? No one knows. No one knows? No one knows. The barrel's gone. That's horrible. It is horrible. What he a, did his own little sideshow thing and stole it from her. What a bastard. Yes. She, she died poor. 
Damn it. I know. I'm sorry. Um, Annie Taylor, 63 years old in 1901. Only five people have survived an unprotected fall. Um, really? Like, yeah, like without like a thing. Oh, really? Them. Just five people have survived unprotected falls in Niagara Falls? Yeah. One of them was like a kid, like a five-year-old kid that fell over. I think, se- sorry, seven years old. He fell over and he just had a concussion, went to the hospital for a couple days. Kids bounce back. <laughs> They do bounce back pretty easy. Um, oh, and to survive, so you got to take a big old deep breath, and then you got to tighten your body real, real close, and then you got to put your arms around your head to like, yeah, there you go, to like protect it. And then um, you got to get out of there in 15 minutes because hypothermia. Ooh, yeah, it's very cold up there. Yeah. You ever been? No, I would love to go. It was very nice. I did it once. I uh, went to a wedding in Buffalo, and mm-hmm. then we took a, an afternoon, went to Niagara Falls. And it was wet, but we had a great time. We ride the Lady of the Mist, and it was lovely. It really oh. was. It really was. I would go back. And it was uh, watching. Uh, I'd never seen a sight like that. Yeah. Just the amount of water and how fast it was rushing towards the edge. Because they let you get pretty close to the edge. And it's, and it's just the amount. It's just an insane. Where does it come from? It like, usually comes from glaciers. I guess you're and that like far underwater north. springs, yeah, because it all rolls down, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's either underwater springs or glaciers, and then just kind of rolls, rolls down. They let you get. I've seen some pictures of people like close to it. Why would you do that? I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to go underneath a waterfall, like behind it. You know how like people like, you know, like they'll stand on the cliff and they'll watch the water, oh, like in Last of the Mohicans. I will find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hide behind the waterfall and you live there in like a weird misty life for years. That'd be fun. Yeah, I would totally do that. Yeah. And then nobody could find you? I'd like I mean, I would definitely develop gills and some sort of like germs under my toes. But, you know, if I'm hiding out from people that want to kill me. (laughs) um, Let's see. Waterfalls have um, hydroelectric power. They generate that. Yeah. No, that's very, uh, very feasible. Let's see. Niagara Falls is the most popular. The tallest is Angel Falls in Venezuela. Victoria Falls can be heard 40 kilometers away. Oh, see, I thought Victoria was the tallest. I know. It looks Angel. like Angel. Because it came from heaven. <laughs> Victoria Falls, that's in Africa, I believe. Yes. Nice. Very, very beautiful. Got to be careful yet when you stand because big gush happens. Uh, Yosemite Falls. Yeah, um, so I was going to say, there's a bunch in Yosemite. There's a but yeah, I, let's go. It's like a nine hour trip. And I look, there's a cafe and it has live music and it's open. Right by the waterfall? Yeah. Yosemite just opened back up this week. Yeah. So we can go to Yosemite, go to this stupid little cafe, I get some grits, and then watch a live band play right by this beautiful waterfall. That sounds delightful. Let's go do that. Um, I'm, I was looking at the most beautiful. There's the um, Iguza Falls in Brazil. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I G U A Z U. 230 feet high. It looks like something out of Lord of the Rings. Um, let's Legend has it that a deity wanted to marry this beautiful woman who said, no, 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 I want to marry my mortal man. And she was escaping on the canoe and the deity sliced the river in half and created a waterfall that would make them never stop falling. Oh. It's like many, many different waterfalls. Oh, yeah. It's that one that has like four different falls. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I've seen that shit. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. I know. I mean, I've only seen a couple waterfalls up close in person, and they're always so interesting. I went to one uh, right outside of Asheville, North Carolina. I wish I could remember it. 
But I just honestly, I just sat there and I stared at it for like an hour. It's the best entertainment. It really, and it's just like, and it's so mesmerizing. Yeah. And those you can actually kind of climb a little bit mm -hmm. and you can get pretty close. And then the rocks become so smooth because the water is always hitting them and moving that you could actually use it as like a water slide, but you got to be careful. But, you know, but you can, you, but in here, these aren't as violent as some of the other waterfalls that you were talking about. Yeah. So it's more casual and you can kind of slide down. Whee! Yeah. And it's very, very cool. And I also went to the waterfalls in Ocho Rios, Jamaica oh. when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, you climb them. You, 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 the water's coming down and you're climbing up. And they have a whole thing, and it's very slippery. I remember, uh, but it was uh, it was very cool. So if you're ever in Ocho Rios, Jamaica, climb the waterfalls, Dungeness Falls. I can't believe I remember the name of that shit. I was a fucking child. Uh, but yeah, go climb those. It's so beautiful. And then it, it goes down and it trickles out into the ocean. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. There was a guy when I was bartending in Hollywood. There was a guy who was a barback at the, I think, a very fancy nightclub. His name was Johan. He was 24 years old and a model. And he liked to go hiking a lot. And he said he always wanted me to go camping with him. Okay. And I kept trying to be like, all right, fuck it. I'll go camping with Johan. Sounds like a murderer. <laughs> and um, he was showing me a video of him. He's like, there's all kind of waterfalls here in California. Like, I went hiking today and here's this waterfall. He showed me a video. Yeah. He just takes his clothes off nothing but him and his little tidy whities and gets under this waterfall and starts like massaging himself <laughs> it's like i see what you're doing here johan yeah waterfalls are very sexual great place <laughs> to uh clean yourself if you're a woodsman yeah. uh you know if you're living out there uh it's a great thing uh, the scots you know, I figure that's how they bathe. I got to bathe under the water. <laughs> I can't do a Scottish accent. I'm not uh, mean enough. Har, har, har. Yeah. It's like yeah. half pirate, half Irish. Mm. That's Scottish. You're like vomiting up a chicken leg. <laughs> Anybody that eats stomachs, I don't yeah. know. This, this food would be good. It just needs more blood. We <laughs> just eat blood and stomachs, the Scots. Do we have any Scottish fans? I hope so. Old and Scottish. I guess Ooh. that, yeah, I guess that makes sense. His thick neck. Yeah, it's a big, thick Scottish neck. <laughs> His neck's so thick that it's creating bumps trying to get away from him. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Let's see. I think that's it for me on Waterfalls. I feel like I'm just looking at my notes a lot, and it's kind of like a book report, but mm -hmm. um. Did you, you, know. you have any um you is um rivers? Where we, Should I go into rivers? Or you want me to talk about coral reefs? Let's you do coral reefs and I'll go into rivers. And we'll close with rivers. I love it. All right. Coral reefs are less than I got I did a lot of research. I uh I looked at a couple websites. I watched uh watched some documentaries and I took some notes. And I, if you want to check out a great coral reef documentary, it's called Chasing Coral. It came out like two or three years ago. It's um it's very interesting but depressing. If you want to just watch something beautiful, um, there's plenty of coral reef cams that you can find on YouTube. Yes, I would go and uh, sometimes they would have like a diver go through and it looks super mm -hmm. weird and they're like cleaning the coral. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so coral reefs are less than zero point zero one percent of the ocean, but contain over twenty five percent of its fish. Wow, just a little tiny bit because they need homes. Yeah, exactly. They're like they they like the the cities. Yeah, you know of the ocean, like is what New York they call and California. Exactly, exactly. Four thousand species of fish can inhabit just one single kilometer of coral reef, and that's crazy. That's a bunch of fish. Do you think they're all racist to each other? I imagine. I know they murder each other, so there's that. 
Um, they're called the rainforests of the ocean. Uh, they also protect our shorelines by preventing the full force of water surges during storms. So they're very useful. And th- of course, like the skeleton of a dead coral reef will still kind of protect, but not as much. Um, corals are in fact animals, not plants. Um, oh, what makes them an animal? They are kind of like a jellyfish or sea anemone. They're invertebrates. Oh, they have babies. Yeah. And so a coral, like a giant, like if you look at a giant coral reef, mm-hmm. that is made up of polyps. Polyps, like each polyp is its own animal. And and then each polyp is around the coral reef. But the thing is to make sure that each polyp stays strong because like the polyp will land on a rock and mm. then it'll start building its exoskeleton, which is mostly limestone. And it'll start creating its exoskeleton and then it'll collect algae and different stuff with its tentacles. And then as it gets healthier, but if it binds a, a bad piece of rock it'll die so when all the polyps they get right next to each other they will connect and become one unit oh my god so it sounds very of- jeff bezos yeah. <laughs> he's no longer the ceo now there's a lot of people stepping down angela merkel stacking down oh i love mercs <laughs> um coral reefs they um the problem is they only grow two centimeters a year so there's no it's it takes a long time for a coral reef thousands and thousands of years for yeah, them, you can't for them just to grow. Make a coral reef. That's like at the best at its best. Corals are collections of thousands of polyps um and here's how they're formed. A polyp will settle on a place to live like a rock, attach itself to the rock and then begin to build its exoskeleton, which is actually calcium carbonate, limestone. Limestone is abundant in the ocean because it dissolves from rocks on land. Other creatures also use it to build its shells. Like So basically, all shells are kind of built off from land runoff. Oh, it all comes together. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that story about my brother bringing ducks to the lake? Oh, yeah, and then uh, their legs got chewed off by the snapping turtles, and they were just screaming and screaming and screaming because their yeah. little nerve endings were just floating around in the water yeah. and just going in circles. But that's what happens because, you know, nature's symbiotic. You introduce one fucking thing. Yeah, and, and, that, and that is very – coral itself is very fragile, and it is easily killed. Like my ego. Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, you know, if uh, a coral lands on a bad spot, it'll die. But once a bunch of polyps can connect to other polyps, they share the nutrients and help for their collective survival. Um, uh, algae and coral, they have a symbiotic relationship called zooxanthellae. Oh. Uh, the algae uses the sun to photosynthesize and give the coral sugar and oxygen, while the coral then gives the algae carbon dioxide. So they have a very symbiotic relationship. This process gives coral 90% of its food and uh, most of its cool coloring. The photosynthesis is what changes it all different colors, oh. depending on what algae is, where it is, and, and all that stuff. And sugar, it is necessary for life. Mm-hmm. People need sugar. I'll get more into this later, but keep going on yeah. with corals. Oh, uh, when algae separated from the polyps, the coral begin to lose their color. Um, this process is called coral bleaching. Coral bleaching is what's mainly- Porn stars do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> coral does kind of look like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so coral bleaching is kind of what's going on right now across the world. Oh. It's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a big disaster. From 2014 to 2017, 70% of the world world's coral was bleached. Damn, I was thinking about getting my asshole bleached, but doing it for me, though. 
You should. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it feels great. Yeah. But you told me that bleach shouldn't go by your butt. I know. But I'm looking at all these bleached assholes online. I'm mm-hmm. like, I like that. And I like pooping and bleach. I don't care what you tell me. <laughs> um, since 2016, over half of the Great Barrier Reef has been bleached or died. Mm. Um, bleaching is actually like a, it's like a self-defense mechanism for the coral. But when it does the bleaching, it's like a last resort, and it ends up to kill 30 to 95% of the coral infected. Um, One square kilometer of coral reef can produce up to 35 tons of fish when healthy. And so it's very important that we keep them healthy because obviously we like to eat our fish. Yeah. Uh, So when you kill the coral, then the fish don't. It's almost like... Reefs are the cities of the ocean because everything lives off of it. Uh, sharks, uh, barracuda can, will live symbiotically with uh, fish that they normally eat in the corals because yeah. it's just like where they hang out and, I guess, relax. And they go to their Amazon factory job right after that. Yeah. It, but the problem is most of the um, corals uh, cities are turning into Detroit that's a callback to the last episode. <laughs> uh, coral reefs could be completely gone in 80 years. There's oh a really good chance there'll be no coral reefs in 80 years if we keep on the pace that we're at right now. Yeah. Can you imagine like when, when we're older, like say we live to be 100, mm-hmm. the stories we tell, oh, we used to have sushi. What's that? Oh, it's fish. It's fresh fish. It's cut a certain way. You serve it with some rice. The rice is the most important, but the fish is so buttery and good. And it's, yeah, what's fish? Oh, it came from the ocean. That thing that kills you when you get near it. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> bubbling, boiling thing. But um, so they are disappearing fast. Um, all coral. Uh, so honestly, this is going to sound sad, but go see it because it could be gone in our lifetime. Yeah. And like take pictures of it and like video it uh, because your family is going to want that left behind. Mm. And um, whatever you do, don't break off pieces of coral and put it in your fish tank. You're fuck. It, it, it just kills it. It'll kill it immediately. Yeah. Um, they're Damn. Very, they're very fragile. Well, if you have a fish tank, you're probably a drug dealer. So you don't give a shit anyway. <laughs> Everything we do kills coral. Um, every, every year there is less and less, uh, uh, here's a list of things that kill coral, rising water temperatures, speaking to it poorly, speaking to it, change in salinity, acidity, depth of water, daily sunlight, concentration of dissolved gases, increased motion of the water, hurricanes, like more hurricanes cause that, um, also just straight up overfishing. Um, now I'm going to go into more details on how, of much of a shitstorm and how all those things are directly connected to global warming. Global warming increases water temperature, which melts the ice caps, which causes the seas to rise and change salinity because the ice caps are not salt water. It's fresh water. So as they melt, there's less salt in the water. Oh, the oceans might turn into acid and then acid rain. Yes. And then every time it rains, we really have to go inside. Absolutely. This is all stuff that is on track to happen. Mm. It is, I don't know if it's completely reversible, but there is stuff we can do to help. And I'll get to that, but I want to more tell you about more plastic bags. Yes. More plastic plastic. Actually, when it breaks down in the ocean, the coral thinks it's fucking like plankton and they try to eat it. And then it kills it that way. Mm. Um, Also uh, increased temperature produces algae blooms, which sounds like it'll be helpful because coral and algae are friends. But when algae blooms happen, they block out the sun and then the water temperature below the algae bloom 
decreases. And the algae blooms also suck out all the oxygen from the water. And algae so, fucks up the thing, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, all the, the coral and all the fish suffocate because they don't have, there's no oxygen in the water. Um, coral is supposed to live in water that's 72 to 85 degrees. So if you get even one degree either way, it just starts bleaching and dying immediately as a defense mechanism. Algae blooms also happen when there is a fertilizer runoff from farming. This is called, um, I'm going to fuck this word up, eutrophication, um, E-U-T-R-O-P-H-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. But, you know, who gives a shit? It's uh, sediment runoff. Um, It also kills uh, coral and algae. The sediment can live on top of the water, blocking the sun from the algae and the coral, killing them both. This is also on the rise because of droughts. And droughts, of course, are on the rise because of global warming. Not to mention that fossil fuel emissions and chemical runoff from factories are also killing the coral. This process creates ocean acidification, which makes this so bad that ocean acidification dissolves a limestone. Limestone is what the coral and other animals use to make their shells and exoskeletons. Oh, so we're just going to see snails running around with no shells. Basically. And then, I mean, that'll be tasty for a week. And then <laughs> I, would do, I would like an easier way to eat oysters, but this is uh, going to be bad. You know what I miss? I'm sorry. No, I, go ahead. I miss going to the Dresden. It's a jazz bar in, in California. Uh, who are they? Uh, Marty and Elaine. Elaine. Yes. Elaine. They're in their early thousands and they sing old jazz standards mm-hmm. that like, not ironically, you know, they do it great. They're great. And I would go and I'd get- swingers. Swingers. And I would get the escargot. It was like reasonable prices. Like they $12. They got escargot there? They got escargot, $12. You serving that garlic butter and they mm. give you some bread God. and they get a Manhattan cocktail and just sit and oh the song it was one of the first places I went when I moved to LA I was uh, I was with my friend Susie Barrett and uh, she was like so you gotta go see Marty and Elaine at the Dresden I was like what's that she's like come on we're going right now because we were doing a show at the clubhouse which is super close by yeah. and we just went and it was so much fun and uh, I, I've been addicted and have gone like 10 times. And I am sure that it will open back up. The Dresden does well. Uh, if you're ever in L.A., check that out. It's in Silver Lake. It's in Silver Lake. I do like to walk around a bunch. I walk around Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's all kind of a ghost town. All right. So overfishing. Uh, overfishing also results in algae blooms because the fish eat the algae. If the fish aren't there to eat the algae, then the algae will bloom. And the shit fish is so tasty, though. It is so good. But we don't need to fish as much as we do. We're actually wasting a lot of the fish that we fish. I went to Ralph's the other day, and you know they have that little fish counter? Yeah. I was like, the fishmonger here is doing a bad job because the fish was like black in some parts, mm-hmm. like, you know, the stuff that's out. Like, you don't need this much fish. Also, a good uh, tip if you're out there buying fish in a weird market um, if they have cloudy eyes do not buy it there was some market that glued eyes on the fish oh my god that's right in um, Chinatown (laughs) I mean that's you know I'm impressed. Uh, (laughs) Overfishing results in algae blooms. Uh, The fish are not there to eat the algae. These blooms uh, remove all the oxygen from the water and suffocate all forms of life below. Humans also are straight up destructive. This is some of the things we do 
to uh, kill the coral. Uh, we do a thing called dynamite fishing, which is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Drop a piece of dynamite on a coral, and it blows up, and you collect all the dead fish that float to the I top. hate that. Um, there's also cyanide fishing, where they poison the coral, and then all the animals that live by it die, and then you eat it that way. Who the uh, fuck does this? These are just straight-up evil uh, things. Uh Bottom trolling, uh, which are big nets that sweep up the ocean floor. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I mean, trolling, I mean, it's good you, you, in some cases, but when it goes along the ocean floor, it also sweeps up the coral. And then when it sweeps up the coral, it ends up in the nets and then it goes on the boat and then it's useless. It, it doesn't help you in any way. Um, it, another thing that they do is people mine coral and use it in cement. They mix it in cement to kind of fill it out. But that's stupid because, you know, earth is made of rocks. Just use all the other rocks. Why? People are so fucking dumb. Yeah. Blowing it up. Who? Mm -hmm. well, you know what? We deserve to die. Yeah. Oil spills, of course, happen a lot. BP oil spill. And it's also the same people being like, all right, make sure you bring your grocery bag to the grocery. Save the oil. Yeah. I'm like, BP, you fucking had a spill. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hate BP, I hate Exxon, I hate oil. I don't uh, have a car. The sun, the sun is there for us, just use it. It's worked for millions of years. Um, sunscreen. If you put too much sunscreen on you and it isn't water resistant, it washes off your body and poisons the coral while you're snorkeling. Oh, really? Yes. But you got to be snorkeling first, not just in the shower and it winds up in the ocean? No, 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 you have to be like snorkeling around the, and so it, that's a really hard one. Because obviously you got to wear sunscreen or you're going to get burnt. Yeah. So uh, wear clothes, uh, wear bodysuits, stuff like that instead of sunscreen. Um, That's better for you. I don't like sunscreen anyway. It makes me feel it. greasy. I feel like it doesn't work. It clogs my pores. You should be sweating. That's yeah. how your body cools itself. And sunscreen stops you from sweating. Like I wear it when I work out and then I'm, I'm like not sweating anymore. I'm like, wait a minute. Like something's wrong here. Yeah. And I put it on my face and it bleeds into my eyes when I do sweat. No. It's a mess. Me no like. Yeah. So sunscreen, uh, wear it to protect yourself. But when you're snorkeling, it damages the coral. It's not like it's the lowest thing on the on the pole, but it does do that. It's one thing you can do. It is a thing you personally can do. I don't really picture myself scuba diving. It's kind of like snow skiing. I'll yeah. be in, you know, I'll be like on shore drinking a margarita or I'll be in the cabin having a hot cocoa. Yeah. It's just too many ways to die. I like I'm not a skier. I'm a lodge boy. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, a lodge, lodge girl. I'm a, yeah, put me in the hot tub. Uh, yeah. I want some marshmallows, like cook them on the fire. Yeah. I want some like Bing Crosby playing. These fucks out here throwing themselves down mountains like they're supposed to. Like, what are you doing? Idiots. And people die all the time. It's like nailing a bunch of trees to your feet and then hoping you live. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're doing. Brighter side, brighter side. All right, that brighter was all sad the, shit. Of the uh, coral dying? Of the coral. Well, no, this is what we're doing to fix it. That's the mm. brighter side, is that we are finally acknowledging the fact that all the coral is dying. And if all the coral dies, that means 25% um, of the fish will have nowhere to live. And they're going to come knocking on your door asking for rent money. <laughs> All right. So there has been some experimenting in coral farming or micro fragmentation and fusion. Uh, and when the coral begins to mature, they place it in the water where the coral reefs can grow underwater in nurseries or other damaged coral reefs. And they'll literally go down there and super glue the coral to the coral. And and then the this will increase their growing potential uh twenty-five to forty percent. Does it work? It has it's been working. 
It's been working. Do some super glue, huh? Yeah. That'll fix everything. Well, you have to farm the coral, which takes years. And oh. then you have to take the coral that you farm and rush it to the ocean and then dive and personally glue it back. It's not a feasible option. It's not easy. Do you think that coral that was farmed, that's like, oh shit, what are you doing? What are you taking me? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> we had it so good. <laughs> um, also, our garbage, oddly enough, can help. Not like plastic trash. But um, sunken boats, cars, um, we've been creating reefs um, that way. They've taken like old subway cars even. Wow. And then, like they've like train cars and they put them in the ocean and they put them on the bottom of the ocean and reefs will start to grow off of that. Obviously, they have to be drained of all pollutants and oils Cleaned. and shit like that. There was a lake I was swimming in and um, it was really spooky because it was a black lake and you're swimming and somebody said, oh, there's a helicopter down there. Somebody put a helicopter in there for the fish to live in like a homemade coral. Yeah. And I never liked swimming in that lake because I didn't like having a helicopter underneath my feet. There's a sinkhole in Tallahassee that has a fire truck in it and it's in the middle of the woods and uh, no one else had the fire truck got in there because all the trees surrounding the lake are Closer together than a fire truck. So it just really? makes no fucking sense. Are they new trees? Because there's a lot, like, are they thin? I mean, they're tall. Maybe. Still a fire truck? I mean, I don't know. It seems crazy to me. <laughs> there's a fire truck in that sinkhole. Let's see. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Bio rock. This is also another way they're creating coral. Bio rock. Low voltage electrical currents are run through steel frame that causes calcium carbonate to crystallize on its surface. And then once that starts to crystallize on the surface polyps will attach themselves to that and start building the limestone faster and and that is working uh, but also then it's electricity so it's it takes pollution to run electricity um the scientists are also looking into coral gene therapy to make coral more resistant to human pollution um there's this type of coral there's many types of coral uh, but there's one called tabletop coral which is exactly what it sounds like it's like a table it looks like a tabletop and then it's like a, a pole going down and then all the coral will kind of grow on underneath it and use the tabletop as shade. I almost. think that's like one of the oldest animals ever around. I coral? think. Or the, the tabletop thing. Or I was like watching this documentary when, when the earth was frozen. Yeah. And it had like, you know, feet and feet of ice. And then the ice melted because the sun reflects the ice and eventually makes it hotter. So then after years and years it melts. And then you would think like there's nothing under that ice. And there was these little like tabletop looking things under the ice that lasted. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So that type of coral is stronger than all the other types of coral. And so they've been taking the genes from the tabletop coral and trying to add it to the other coral, trying to create uh, what they call super corals, uh, which will, uh, I guess, backfire some way. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Genetically modifying these things? But um, obviously without ending climate change, coral is fucked um coral is so beautiful i don't know if you've ever had a chance to uh, be around it uh glass bottom boats uh snorkeling that kind of shit is just gorgeous please uh, take some time and go to these places uh florida the caribbean uh australia even though half of the great barrier reef is bleached the other half is doing fine uh so go check that out the great barrier reef can be seen from space uh, really yeah so like it's uh, you know it, and there's only right now there are 29 sites in the world that are protected by the un uh coral sites that are protected by the un 
Uh, Greta so, Thurngrenberg's coming out with a gun. If you fucking touch uh, that coral, she'll uh, shoot you in the head. Gosh, I just want to make her into a super soldier. And um, <laughs> if you want to help out, you can donate to the Coral Reef Alliance. Just go to coral.org um, and you can learn a lot more than what I told you here. Um, and uh, like I said, go see it. My friend is a scuba diver instructor. This is her fucking life. It is a beautiful thing. And if the world is without it we are it's like losing meadows in my opinion like it is just it is, it'll be a very sad day when we can't go to a coral reef anymore yeah i want to be on a glass bottom boat do you think covid has protected corals in some way because we're less outside and i'm cooking more at home like yeah. producing less trash do you mm-hmm. think the world is producing less trash? I don't think we're producing less trash because we're all ordering Amazon boxes all day long. Right. Uh, but um, I will say that it, it is getting less tourism and stuff like that. But at the same time, less tourism almost hurts coral because uh, they, they need use, the money. To they use the it. money to preserve it. Yeah. And so it, it, it's, it's so you go check it out, spend the money down there, and help out those coral lovers. Oh, That's man. my coral spiel. Yeah. I go and watch um, uh, Chasing Coral. It's very good. And um, it also, um, when I say save coral, um, I'm not talking about some Jacksonville drug dealer's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we got to save coral, y'all. She's dangling off a cliff. Coral's dangling off a cliff. Just her low-rise jeans holding her up. Oh man! So you want to talk about rivers a little bit before yeah. we before we um, let these people listen to the last podcast on the left? <laughs> <laughs> I like to. I mean, I love water. I wish I would have done more research on because I do believe that when you cook or when you make something, you could have the same recipe, mm-hmm. same ingredients, but if you cook it for different people with different intentions, it will taste different. Yes, I fully believe that. And I remember I was telling this dude this, and he was like, "Nah, you're wrong." It's always those fucking dudes. It's always the same fucking guy. There was another guy I was talking to about the Chinese New Year, and I was like, oh, this New Year is the ox. This year is going to be hard, but if you work hard, you will benefit a lot of the rewards. And he rolls his eyes, and he goes, so what are you saying? Hard work is beneficial? And I was like, yeah, but also this year, and I'm like talking to him about his astrology, and he could give a shit. And I'm like, how smug of you. Yeah. How so fucking smug of you to think like generations of knowledge where people looked at the stars and you're above it and yeah. you're fucking above. I get so mad. I get so fucking heated. You got to love the world. Got to love the world. The stars matter. They do. And when you were born, it matters. And the time you're born, it fucking matters. The sun's a star. The sun's a star. Yeah. <laughs> it's very helpful. It's the biggest star. Well, well in our galaxy. In our little bullshit world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they never do. They always say like, oh, I don't believe in that. And then go do the exact same fucking thing (laughs) their sign would do. All right. Rivers. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) The most dangerous river, you would think it would be somewhere crazy. It's in Yorkshire, Britain. Really? It's the most dangerous river. And I was looking at it. It's um, it looks pretty normal, but it's so deep. And people, they think there's caves and underwater stuff going on, but the currents are so strong that every single person that even like went in has died. 100% fatality rate. Whoa. 100%. That's fun. Yeah. People don't even go near Like they're like, oh, I'll go to sea. And then they'll just go and like, they won't even like get close to it because the rocks are really slippery. There's no, like a camera hasn't even been put in there because it just sucks the cameras down. That's so crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think a prince died in there once, but it's just like, it's like two pieces of land and they're hollow underneath and the river is just like, so you go in and then you get sucked underneath the land. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, you are making sense. It just sounds really spooky. Rivers are so powerful. I mean, they created the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a running water can't be, you know. Can't be stopped. Can't it's be stopped. the most dangerous thing in the world. Yeah. I would, I would rather fight a fire than oh, running yeah. water. Oh, yeah. Well, because then, you, you know, you're able to stop it. Yeah. It's not like you have a giant sponge or some shit to pick up all the water. No, you're fucked. Again, water is the most powerful element. Let's see. Yeah, 100% fatality rate. Um, Amazon, no bridge crosses the Amazon because it's too wide. Oh, wow. Yeah. 20% of the fresh water that goes into the ocean comes from the Amazon. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I was looking at um, Amazon, the green snake. Oh, the green anaconda, 30 feet long. They eat jaguars. Yeah. Yeah, the anaconda. They're the coolest snake in the world. That's crazy yeah. to me. They yeah. eat jaguars. Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, huh? Yeah. Oh, there was a shrimp that was found in Florida. And it's the biggest shrimp ah, in a fucking river. In Florida? In Florida. They found it. Was it, it a Jacksonville jumbo shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mantis shrimp, 18 inches long. Fuck yeah. That sounds so good. We need more of them. I want a mantis shrimp. I, mean, I, I, had a, I had a big old shrimp in Italy one time. Ooh. That was a really cool shrimp. Was it 18 inches? It was not 18 inches. It was about 12, though. That's like the size of my arm. A foot and a half? Yeah, it's up there. It's your whole forearm, at least. It's the whole thing. I bet it's all juicy. Do you know that God these scientists damn. and these French scientists found these fuzzy lobsters and uh, they ended up eating them? <laughs> <laughs> I think like 200 years later, they found the species again. Like it was it was just so rare. And yeah. they're just like, we eat the lobster. That's what happened to the dodo bird. They were so delicious. Oh, I bet that was really good. God, they look so fat and dumb. It's so easy to kill. You could just put a pillowcase over their head and they die. <laughs> I mean, just fucking fat turkeys Hell running yeah. around idiots. I bet they were fun to hang with. Though. I bet. Just ride one like a like a car. I bet I would love to hug a dodo bird. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it would attack you? Oh, it'd just probably hug you back. They are. That's probably why they're extinct. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be a little bit mean. All right. Uh, What's your favorite river? My favorite river? Probably the Nile. It's the yeah. longest. And they got crocodiles in there that will fucking fuck you up. Hippos and shit. <sighs> Hippos love- will fuck you up more than a crocodile. Mm-hmm. They'll come up and they'll knock on your door. They ask you for money. They are number one. They kill crocodiles. They yes, bite they them in half. Rivers flow downhill. There's the Amazon. The the I'll, I'll probably mispronounce this. The Quetzalcoat. Shit. Quetzalcoat. It's a... um. It's an old monster they have, like a mythology monster. Mm. And it was believed that, um, you know, how snakes sliver? Yeah. That it was like this big giant beast and it would sliver down and it created the rivers. That's insane. Is yeah. that real though? No, that's just a mythology thing. Uh, mythology. I don't think there was a snake big enough to- <laughs> That'd be wild though. I'd be proud of it. Do the Amazon. That would be good. It's a first, bad. My first thought was like how tasty it would be. Mm-hmm. You know, a basking shark is the only freshwater shark, and it's found in the Mississippi River. Really? It won't attack you, but it's a, but it is a shark. I tell you what's worse is garfish. Oh, gar will fucking destroy your ass. Yeah. They get like six feet long. I hate them. They're mean old bastards. And they don't even taste good. No, you can't eat them. They're they're, they're so big, and all they do is just like attack. They're all over the canals of Florida. They, the gar are, they're worse than gators. I caught one once. So mean. It's just snapping and shit. No. Yeah, you just cut the line. You can't do nothing about it. 
I hope they die. Hooking them out. Yeah, there's some animals are like, ah, you know, get rid of them. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, gar, mosquitoes, you know, shit like that. My aunt was dangling her foot off the boats in the Mississippi, and Mm. she got pulled in the water by a garfish. Well, they're huge. Yeah, they pulled. Like, can you imagine just like dipping your little toes in, and then some beast comes and pulls you in the water? Oh man, she lucky she kept them toes. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, there's the penis fish. Oh yeah, is that in the Amazon? That is the can. Uh, Kandaroo, it just runs right up in that pee stream. Yeah, and when you sorry, when you pee pee, it, it finds your pee pee and it goes up in your dick and then it expands and it shuts <laughs> off your penis, and uh, you die of suspis. Suspis because they can't get it out because it goes flat like yep. inside your dick. That's the um, Eric Stoltz got it in Anaconda. Oh, oh, I thought in real life. No, 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 no. In the movie Anaconda, he, <laughs> he got the penis fish, and it was, it was not good for him. Oh. And that Anaconda was uh, it, it ate John Voight, and uh, you know he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he can live with a hook in his mouth. <laughs> I think rivers are more terrifying than the ocean. Oh, yeah. Because there's just more bullshit that lives in rivers than the ocean. Most of the ocean is like, a lot of sharks will kind of leave you alone. Fish will leave you alone. And unless they think that you're a sea lion, they can come eat you. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to, like, nothing's going to really fuck with you. But rivers, they have to, like, fight and hunt for their food all day. Yeah. They're going to come get you. I know we've talked about this on at least one other episode, but it has to have been years ago. Um, in the 1920s in New Jersey... A bull shark, um, a bull shark can live uh, up to two years in fresh water. Uh, they find baby ones all the time, and they can grow, and they they don't have any predators, and it, it's a hell of a thing. But after two years, they will die because they're supposed to be in salt water. But in the 1920s, I believe, um, in New Jersey, there were a series of bull shark attacks in the rivers of New Jersey, a bunch of like three bull sharks got Whoa. into the rivers of New Jersey and just started eating people up and down the rivers because there's no predators for you know one's scared to go in the river, and but these bull sharks were attacking people in New Jersey and they found bull sharks in uh, in Florida. They will find them in the Everglades sometimes if it's uh, deep enough. They find crocodiles in in rivers. Well, yes, well, cro- a saltwater crocodile uh, can go from freshwater to saltwater, uh, and and they've also been finding. I mean, the Everglades are fucked. Um, there's, they've been finding Nile crocodiles down there now and between all the, the snakes. And uh, it, it's a mess. A year ago, I went into the Everglades. And I remember our tour guide told us that uh, that the they say that there's not that many snakes. He's like, yeah, but those people who say that aren't like me who are in these woods killing snakes every night. It's uh, Every night just <laughs> killing snakes. And you don't kill them with kindness, baby. No. St. Patrick style. Fucking shoot him in the head. <laughs> I remember I would be um, water skiing mm-hmm. and um, my uncle would think it'd be so funny because I would fall off all the time. I'm not very good at it. And he'd think it'd be so funny to like take his sweet ass time to turn the boat around and come and get me. And I'm like, man, get me out of this water. Like yeah. I'm in the, I'm, I'm literally in the middle of nowhere and just sitting in this black water. And yeah. Yeah. No. I remember I fell off a banana boat in Haiti. That was terrifying. My shorts fell off because I was holding on to the banana boat mm-hmm. after because it flipped when we were all on it. And everyone else, you know, just got off. And I, I was just getting dragged and I was like drowning myself until I 
until I let go, and then uh, my shorts were gone. And so that was a good old young Eddie experience. Oh, did the villagers laugh at you? They oh, point and laugh. Look at the white boy. Look at the tiny white boy penis. <laughs> my dad gave me, uh, my dad was wearing underwear with his shorts, so he gave me his shorts. That's nice. Yes, it was a very father-son bonding moment. I put them on in the ocean before I got back in the boat, and so no one saw my little dinky. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to do. Oh, uh, you want to call it? I'm going to call it. Let's call it. Yeah, I think I'm I'm good on rivers. This was fun. Um, I definitely have to learn how to like get all the info, but then present it a little more fun. Yeah. Oh, I brought a rag so we could waterboard me. We're not going to waterboard you, Amber. It's going to be like, what is funny if I, I got to, we could waterboard me. <laughs> we'll use sanitizer. We'll use rose water. So at least it'll smell good. Well, I could use the Papa Deuce by LaCroix. Mm. Should we, should I try it at the end? You're not going to, no. <laughs> <laughs> why are you so, why, you, you, where, why do you want to be waterboarded? I don't know. I think it's just like the tale of the unknown. The Saudi in you. <laughs> <laughs> See what it feels like for a second. Well, um, if you want to be waterboarded, um, go and watch. Uh, most Steph got waterboarded on, on stage to show how uh, gruesome it is. It's horrible. Yeah. So go ahead and watch that. It's very, um, uh, very impossible to watch. Um, also, speaking of water, I want to give a big shout out to Jake Treat. He is uh, on his way home. He is stationed on the USS Nimitz aircraft carrier in the Middle East, and it is on its way back to Washington. Really? So congratulations, Jake. Uh, I'm so happy to have you back. I know Trump made him stay out there a little longer, uh, but uh, he is officially on his way home. So I can't wait till you get back and get some fucking shore leave and some poontang, buddy. Yeah, get some beef jerky and some smiles. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm real happy for you, buddy. Uh, you put your time in. And um, uh, thank you for everything you do for us. I really appreciate it. Brighter Side Live. It's happening this Tuesday. This show comes out on Friday. It's happening on Tuesday, uh, February 9th, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. It's also the second Wednesday every month on Twitch on the last podcast, Twitch Network. Uh, so check us out there. If you are not able to make it and you want us to give you the brighter side to one of your gripes, feel free to DM it to Amber or I, and we will get to it on the show. And you can listen to the podcast when it comes out. Um, also on the LPN Twitch, it is starting to blow up. Uh, Classy Night In is every other Wednesday. The next one is going to be on February 10th, uh, the day after Brighter Side. And then on February 11th, I am starting another Twitch show with our big boy, Ben Kissel. He's going to play Madden, and I'm going to yell at him while he does it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so and you can just talk to your like, football stories about drinking out of a hose. It's basically just a reason for me to schedule hang out with Ben every week nice. but uh, he's going to be playing Madden football against the fans and uh, so that'll be a lot of fun so check that out that'll be hopefully every Thursday at 5pm Pacific uh, How America Killed My Mother is out you know that go check it out on Vimeo or HowAmericaKilledMyMother.com uh, we are pumping this baby and uh, the, it's I'm getting a great response 
And I love it so much. Amber, tell us about that Patreon. I am on Patreon. I'm actually starting a new series just for patrons. Really? Yep. And every month I'm going to do a different topic and I'll ask you what you would like to do. Maybe next month I'll ask, do you want me to do herbal remedies or vegan food? Mm. But this month I'm doing ancient foods. The fans wanted it. Really? Foods that are no longer in cookbooks. Like rocks? Like rocks. (laughs) Yay. Barks and rocks and sands. Mushrooms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love it. Sorry, Dodo Bird, you gotta go. It's very expensive to go back in time. Um, I'm learning a lot. I'm doing a big old deep dive. Um, Example sugar, because we talked about sugar earlier. Mm -hmm. Every culture used to cook with sugar in every meal, like natural sugars, like honey, cloves, cinnamon. Yeah. And they would even do things like cook chicken with cinnamon. Like, I wouldn't think to do that now. But there was a guy in um, 17th century, a Swiss scientist who said, hey, sugar's bad for you. So some cultures said, okay, I agree with you. Some did not. So that's why you see like Far East foods, they'll have a sweet, savory dishes still. Sweet and sour chicken. Sweet and sour. Well, that's, yeah. Okay. And General Tso's. General Tso's. And then like Moroccan food still has a lot of dried fruits in their food. Yeah. But some cultures, uh, they accepted the Swiss scientists. That's why like French bakeries, they're like cooked in an entirely different kitchen, the sweet stuff. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And also like uh, the grocery store, Americans also adapted it. So like, or like people who came to America adapted it. Um, That's why you go to Ralph's and um, the sweet stuff is in a whole separate part. Yeah. As it should be. (laughs) And, uh, you know, sugar, uh, I will say, uh, okay, yeah. (laughs) It will. But natural sugar is good for you. Yeah, it's great for you. And actually, like, I was looking at, um, like, cinnamon has a lot of antioxidant properties. So Mm -hmm. if you cook chicken with cinnamon, it's, it's probably really good for you. I love putting just a little bit of cinnamon in. Cinnamon? Cinnamon? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Uh, in uh, my chili. Yeah? Just a little bit. Just right. a dash. A little dash or maybe like a little bit of cocoa powder. Mm-hmm. You know what else? I do a little, a dash of cinnamon and I'd say about four fluid ounces of coffee. Oh. Yeah. Coffee brightens the flavor. Yeah. And a little. There you go. So yeah, follow me. This month I'll be making some weird old things and then also every friday you can hang out with amber and drink on her porch with her that is available on youtube and coming to twitch it's coming to twitch i want to put it on twitch but i don't know how to work twitch i'm I'm gonna have a conversation with lpm people this week but so far it's been growing on youtube so now i'm like do i move it to twitch you can do it at both places yeah okay a lot of people do that some people say you're splitting your audience other people say you're losing half your audience so I don't know. I say both, but I don't know shit. Yeah. Um, you can check us out on Twitter. It's at BrighterSideLPN, at Amber Smelson, at EddieTunes underscore, at How America Kills, at Last Podcast Network, and Instagram. It's the Brighter Side LPN, Amber Smelson, EddieTunes, Nando, please be nice, and Last Podcast Network. Follow me on Stereo. If you have the Stereo app, check that out. Um, if you want, you can start schedule a talk with me. I'll fucking talk to your ass. Um, on Stereo, uh, I'm doing shows there weekly with my cousin Jeff Ross. Uh, so check that out. Sticker giveaway is happening. Um, if you want to send us anything at the studio, you can send us to the brighter side at care of LPN PO box four, seven, zero North Hollywood, California, nine, one, six, zero three. Um, also, this show is the brighter side of Cynics Look at Optimism, and it is free on Spotify and part of the last podcast network. Thank you, Fernando and Rob Oki, for all of your hard work. Um, I've been a mopey pussy bitch lately, Amber, obviously with, within good reason, but this week's 
Spotify playlist is some motivational, inspiring music to get me off my fucking ass and start working again. It's okay. Take I, your time to grieve, man. Well, I, I have I, grieving is good, but you know, sometimes you get lost in the grieving and it's the only thing you do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, it's one of the things, the one of the only things that makes me feel better is, uh, writing jokes and comedy. And I've noticed that and it's just hard to get started. But once I get started, it's great. So I'm going to make a motivational playlist filled with inspiring music. Get up, get on up. Is that on it? it Actually, it, sh- it will be now that you said that. Uh, but the the song I wanted to share with you all is a song by this band I love called Delta Spirit. It's called Telling the Mind. All right. So be good to yourselves and uh, go out there and fucking just be a better person. Be someone you want to hang out with. All right. And uh, that's it. Telling the Mind by Delta Spirit. Drink water, you fucks. It took the final straw that broke across my This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 